You are listening to the Nature Nurtured Podcast. This is the podcast where we go for a walk and talk about life. I'm your host, Angie. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. Just a little note, it was a little windier than I thought when I recorded this episode, so there is some wind noise, especially in the beginning, but it does get better as the episode goes on, so thanks in advance for your understanding. Hello everyone, I hope you all are well. I know I am finally feeling much better. Seems like it was about a two-week ordeal of not feeling the greatest, but I, I will say that My energy is finally back and the mucus has finally dried up in my body and I feel kind of like a human again. So that's my update. Um, Yeah, so as I'm recording this episode this week, if you are a person who kind of watches and pays attention to celebrates the wheel of the year, uh, you will know that it was in bulk this week. So in the future as you're listening to this. It's probably been a week or so ago. If you are not somebody who pays attention to that kind of thing, it was also Groundhog Day, which as we know here in the U.S., that is when they have, what is his name, like Puxatani Phil or whatever. They put him out and if he sees his shadow, it's six more weeks of winter, I think is how they do that. I don't know. Maybe I have it backwards. But anyway, that's also this marker of, hey, springers around the corner. Are we going to get an early spring or whatever? So um, I don't know that those two things are like related. But what I do know is here we are at this halfway point between winter and spring. And to me, thinking about this early February part of the year. I mean, I always think of it as still being very much winter. Um, Thinking about my childhood, I mean, Valentine's Day, still making like the snowflakes, having the wintry things up like in the classroom as a little kid. And just, I don't know, when I think of February, I do always think of snow. And I don't know if maybe that's because where, where I live, if we're going to get snow, we seem to get hit pretty good in in February. I don't know. So it's hard for me to kind of be like, yay, spring is coming when it's like a lot of times it's our coldest, snowiest month. So I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at with that. However, I do think that in bulk or this halfway point between winter solstice and spring equinox, it is a really nice time to kind of like check in with yourself and see how this way of being for the winter months. So when I think of winter time, I think of resting, slowing down, There's a lot of darkness because of the way there's just not very much sun. So we're inside more. It's a cozy time, which is also a nice time to kind of reflect. 
Um, and just, it's a nice, how I like to use this time besides the extra resting and just this cozy time, but also like the cozy foods, like the warm soups and casseroles. I mean, those just feel really nice. And I don't know, I just seem to partake more in like the, the heavier desserts and not feel I don't know. I don't want to say feel bad about it because I never want to feel bad about what I'm about what I'm eating, but I think, you know, in the warmer summer months, I just those don't sound as good. Um usually I want to eat lighter because it's hot and that's just what naturally feels good. So I think that when I think of winter, those are the things I think about. The slowing down, the resting, the eating the warm foods, the being cozy, and also this time of reflecting and really going within because I have been able to slow down. So that gives me this time to be able to do that and really kind of nurture and nourish myself through those reflective times because times of reflection can be really nice, um, but they can also be really a really hard time as well, because sometimes what you're reflecting on isn't, it's the parts of yourself that maybe are those shadowy parts, those parts that you don't want to look out at, those not very nice things that you've noticed about your way of being, the things that you want to work on, I guess you would say. So that energy of those wintry things, and then looking towards spring and how spring brings with it this kind of rebirth, renewal, starting fresh, that kind of energy. The energy really does start to pick up because with the returning of the sun more and more, the longer and longer days, the warmer days, the greening up of everything. If you live in a place where everything's kind of dead and brown right now and bare, like I do, it's just when we see those first flowers pop up out of the ground, when we notice that the the trees and the shrubs are getting buds, when we see the grass starting to turn green again, it gets really exciting and it and it does give this feeling of this like a fresh start and a push into like more energy and wanting to go and do and be outside more and plan and start new projects and and that kind of thing. So here we are in this middle middle ground. And to me, and this is not completely my own original idea. I did see somebody talk about it as like this pregnant time. This time of and so I, I that really really resonated with me and I want to kind of expound on that idea in my own thoughts and words. Um but I do, I feel like it's this time of being in this womb space and like we're still, it's still kind of as dark and cold and we still like those cozy things and that nurturing and nourishment still feels really nice. But also with the added energy of there's something new growing inside. And it's, it's to me, it's like this rebirth of myself. And I think we have lots of rebirths and it doesn't have to always be like in the spring. I mean, we are always shedding old things off and growing and changing in subtle ways and in big ways our whole lives. But I think this time of year in this in-between space 
it's a really nice time to really take a look back on these things that maybe you've been working on with the shadow work since fall and in through the winter. If you've been working on these things or at least paying attention and noticing these things, um, like I know I, that's when I have time to do that. And it just, the energy is there to lend itself to just feel like I have the capacity to do that. And so, and take that and just check in with it and like reflect on that and kind of gate, like, I don't know, you don't need to like judge yourself if, if you're not where you want to be, but kind of look and see where is that? Where can you give yourself more support and more love to get through those things? How are you doing as far as working on the things, those shadow work things that you've been trying to tend to? Like, where are you on that journey? And, and, and do you see this possibility of kind of like a rebirth of yourself as we're nearing spring? Can you see this little part of you that is growing and changing into something else? So that's really, really where I have been this past week when I saw somebody post about that, about this, this pregnant with new possibilities and new growth. And that just made me think of like a baby in this womb where they're still in this very protected, very nourishing, cozy environment while they're doing all of this growing. They're not kicked out into the outside world yet where all the really big growth is going to happen. And it's kind of a, like, here you are, you know, you're not in this cozy, dark space anymore. You're out in the the big world here. And that's more of the energy of spring. So here we are still in this womb space where we can still kind of have this safe space, this place to, I don't know, this soft space to land, this time where we can still come home to ourselves and it's still, we can have this quiet time of this dark, cozy time of the year, even though it's slowly day by day, getting light earlier, staying light later. And I've definitely been noticing that on my morning and evening walks or runs. I have definitely appreciated the return of the light, but just feeling that energy, feeling this rebirth that is going to be happening as we move towards spring. And you know, it, it doesn't even have to be like completely like this whole change of yourself. It can be like maybe you have a new project or a new job or something else new that's kind of budding inside you but hasn't quite come out to the world yet. And I think that's kind of where I was last year. It was more of a physical thing. It was more of like a putting this podcast out, putting myself out there as a kind of a shadow work practitioner, a Reiki practitioner. That all was kind of being born, being nourished, growing, I guess not being born, but being nurtured at this time and then kind of put out into the world in the springtime. So 
I look at, I think it's a great time for the personal regrowth. I think there's a lot of good energy for that right now, if it's um, something that you're interested in, but it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be that, but yeah, that's kind of just what I've been using the energy for really. So, I mean, and really intentionally thinking about it this past week with this marking of, hey, we're halfway between winter and spring and it's kind of this exciting feeling and, and you feel that little, I don't know, spark of energy, like, yes, we're, we're getting there. But yet there's also still this pull to, Hey, let's enjoy these last few weeks of this cozy time of the year too, because there is value in all of that. And I just don't feel like there's any need to rush from one thing to the next, you know, slowly easing our way um, into the different cycles and seasons, I think is, is nice and not to just, okay, this is done. Let's pack everything up and move on to the next thing. Um, I've really tried to get away from that way of being and that way of thinking. So anyway, um, I would love to hear um, any thoughts or experiences or experiences on this, like how, if anybody has been doing the, the deep shadow work since, you know, um, I would say fall in and on in through the winter, if anybody has anything that they want to share about that and how they can see how they are kind of nourishing this new version of themselves that will be kind of being born here in the next few months. So if anybody has any anything they want to share on that, I would love to hear it. Um, personally, I guess I didn't really get into detail on myself here. Um, I would say for me, it's just this new way of being as in I kind of talked about this last week, observing more and judging less, um, being slower in how I respond to things so that I don't react in a kind of firecracker kind of way, Um, really thinking about what I want to say, how I want to present something before just jumping in. Um, Really just watching people. And I know I talked about that last time and especially when I was speaking of men in particular and just watching how people interact with one another, how, and you know, and even through the pages of books, like I think I talked about that last week too, how just, you know, connecting with humanity and however I'm doing that, whether it's in real life or just um, looking back in time through history. And, and I know last week I was just very much like, Oh, what humans do to each other. And I kind of looked at it and like, I think it sounded kind of negative when I listened back to it. I'm like, Oh, that's not, I didn't say everything that I meant. Sometimes like I have all these things going on in my head and like just a very small percentage like actually comes out. So, um, what I want to add to that is also like not just observing what we do to each other. That's you know, awful, but like what we do for each other that's so loving and compassionate, even in the worst circumstances. And just that's, that's what I'm really interested in too, with, you know, just paying attention to how we interact with each other as human beings, whether that's me interacting with others, others interacting with me, or like I said, through the pages of, 
of books. And just, I think this has all just been very heart opening for me. And I have needed that because looking back, I mean, just as a way to protect myself, I just kind of closed up that heart space and shut down those feelings because it felt safer. And so just allowing myself to sink into things and feel the feelings of situations that I'm in personally or the things that I read about and just really processing emotions with my heart and with my body and the way I feel and not just mentally because I was I didn't even realize that I was doing it but I was mentally processing the feelings instead of feeling them and I did not even understand that there was a difference so that's a new part of me that is not completely birthed yet but definitely in that gestation space in that womb space of this time of really getting out of my head and into my heart more and not being afraid of feelings that are difficult, not being afraid to cry, not being afraid to feel those feelings that are hard and process them in my heart, not just try to logic my way through them. So that's definitely something that I feel kind of rebirthing. Um, oh, there's probably several. Another one I can think of is just allowing people to express themselves to me without having to A, talk over them or kind of like add my two cents to what they're saying and B, not having to defend myself or react in a way that's like I have to explain myself. So sometimes just when you, you know, those times when you, you get a text message and you have this whole like parag- long paragraph of an explanation back and just deleting all of that and just saying, okay, um, I feel like there's been a lot of that. And just even in real life, when you're face to face with somebody, you know, you can't, you can't have this long explanation and then delete it and say, okay, but like taking it in, pausing, reflecting, not taking things personally and just being able to respond. That is something I'm also, I guess, still kind of in that womb space with. So, you know, the thing about this rebirth process is it's, we are constantly shedding, like I said, outgrowing our old way of doing things and kind of growing into some new skin. I mean, it's not anything that is a new thing. We've been doing it all of our lives. Um, Some things are just more pronounced than others. And we can be more intentional about these things as well. So that is kind of where I am with that. And yeah, like I said, I would love to hear kind of what you all are going through and, and kind of what winter has brought for you. And as we move towards spring, kind of how that is sitting within you, how you're feeling about it. So yeah. Um, The other thing that has been on my mind to share is 
this idea that even when we're busy, because I have discovered this this winter, we can still make time for the little things that are kind of the woo things that we want to do to kind of get in that spiritual space. And something that I have found to be pretty easy and something that and effective as well is I have an oracle card deck and it's a it's not really really new I've had it for a while but I haven't really gotten to be really familiar with it and I so I thought well I don't really have time to sit and get in a meditative space and shuffle and ask questions and stuff like that every day like I just I don't I I do not feel like that is like I there's I don't want to give up my walking time in the morning. I don't want to give up my a little bit longer shower in the morning. So because I could make space for that if that was a priority. Like I absolutely could wiggle some things around and make that a priority. But right now I have some other self-care things in place that I'm not willing to give up. And so, but I would like to bring in this Oracle card every day. So what I have done, and it's kind of a twofold thing. I want to get to know the deck better. So I'd like to kind of spend some time with each card. But like I said, I don't have the time to sit and shuffle and kind of get into this space of asking for advice or whatnot and like kind of getting in that meditative state. So what I've been doing is I just got the deck out and I have set it kind of in a this space where I have like my crystals and my and some herbs and just some other things I guess if you want to call it like an altar space that would be what you would refer to you could refer to it as um so anyway and just every day I just flip over the next card that's on top of the deck and some people may think well but that's not I mean, it's it's random and you don't have the chance to get the card again the next day because you're just flipping it over to the other pile. And so, I don't know. Some people maybe would disagree with this as a way to kind of get a message, but I have found it to actually be pretty, pretty cool, pretty effective. It's my belief, and this is just my personal belief, that if you want to use tarot cards or oracle cards, every single card in those decks has a message for you on any given day. I think you can pick up any card and there's a message for you in that card for that day. Now, some may speak louder on certain days than others, but I have found that, and I'm not all the way through the deck yet, but it doesn't matter what card I pull that day, I can find a message in it for me. And I think that's where our intuition is coming in. So looking at the picture on the card and whatever comes to you first like however you resonate with that card that's your message the cards themselves they're not magic you know they're just a tool for your intuition it gives you something to grab onto an anchor and that will trigger in you the thing that intuitively is the message for you when I first started using cards it's like they still felt like oh my gosh I'm gonna do this wrong or you know that I know you know like oh gosh they are mystical magical and yes you need to treat them with respect of course and and reverence and they're not a toy or whatever but I do think that 
we forget that we are the ones that are intuitive. We have the magic within ourselves. And so how we shuffle, you know, if we shuffle, like all those things, like all of the things that we do, the process that we go through to pick the cards that we pick, ultimately what there's a message in every card. I really do think that. Now, when I have had time to shuffle and kind of sit with these things and I have a certain way I do it, when I have the time to do it, I do think that there is also power in that because you can pull the same card often and then that is a stronger message like, hey, I really need to pay attention to this. So there is value in doing it that way. I just wanted to share this because if you're like me and you are a little short on time, this is a way to integrate things like this. This is a way to integrate the cards as a tool that can give you a quick message for your day, something to anchor onto, something that will kind of help you tap into your intuition and that magic with it. So I just, I have really been using that this winter and I thought that it would just be good to share that with you if you also kind of are looking for something that is a quick thing that you can do in the morning or evening. So, so yeah, that is what I have for you guys today. Um, if you want to reach out, if you have anything to share, I would love to hear it. And yeah, I guess, um, other than that, I hope that you are well, I hope you've had a chance to get outside in nature today and until next time, bye for now.